0: We thought we'd be in celebration mode around about now. We thought we'd be doing kangaroo hops around the (laughs) studio, but no, it wasn't meant to be. Michelle, Australia, out uh, from a penalty shootout with Norway, who went through to the quarterfinals. How do you feel? Yeah, feeling pretty
1: crappy about it, actually. Um, It's never nice to lose on penalties, and I think the girls, they tried their hardest, but to be honest, I don't think it's their best performance that they've ever had. Um, I feel like this tournament... They could have done a lot better. Um, we haven't seen the best of them. We didn't get to see the best of all of our talent as well. So it's kind of, it's, it's sad, but um, I know the girls tried their hardest and that's all that you can ask for.
2: Did the best team go through in the end, Leanne? Yeah, I didn't think that I would be saying this like three or four months ago. I think if you asked me that question, I would have said no. But I just feel like when I've watched Australia during this tournament, I think, you know, there's been a lot of pressure on Sam Kerr. But at the same time, they have a lot of players individually that are really great players. And I just don't think I was saying to Michelle before, you know, I was trying to understand the whole situation. And it's obviously a sensitive subject, but like they seem to play better underneath the last coach. And it seemed like no one really wanted to be there. So I'm trying, I was trying to get my head around and, you know, we were talking about how they changed their style. So I'm not the coach, but at the same time, I think he needed to take a leaf out of the girls' book and say, you know, obviously he wants to bring his own style. But maybe let's try and put that in, implement that after the World Cup. Yes. Let's see what the girls want to do. Not necessarily who wants to play. That's not what I'm saying. But tactically, formation, are we going to press high up the pitch, you know, because I don't think Australia, I think Australia went backwards with the way they played during this tournament. I think they looked more... I was more scared of them, I'd say, a few months ago than I was in this tournament. Yeah. Who will take the heat back home in Oz? The
0: coach, Sam Kerr? I
1: don't think Sam. I don't think Sam. I don't think the girls will. I feel like they gave it their all. Um, And I think it's been a roller coaster ride for them for the last, like, five months. So I think they've done an incredible job. Um, I'm proud of them, proud to be an Aussie. But it's just... It's always heartbreaking. It's been a big change for them and... Sometimes it can go in a good way, and this time it just went in a bad way. So,
2: yeah, I wanted to see them. You know, I wanted to see England Australia.
1: Yeah,
0: we already ready like, for it. You know, <laughs> like I, I was going to get a wall built between you two <laughs> in the studio for <laughs> that one. We'll have to cancel <laughs> that. Unbreakable. Never <laughs> break us
2: up. But, yeah, I mean, I love the Aussies. I think they're a great team. Yeah. I just feel disappointed for them, and obviously Michelle, but and we just, I just expected a little bit more.
0: I feel for Sam Kerr that the entire world was talking about her after that. The first hat-trick from an Australian male or female ever scored at at a World Cup. She scored five goals. She was on for the golden boot, and everyone was talking about her. In the press today, there was a story linking her for a £1 million million move to Chelsea after this World Cup. That's a lot of weight to carry on your shoulders,
2: yeah, it is. Sam's a magnificent player. She is one of the best players in the world. I think she has to move from where she is now in order to be considered like she is considered one of the best players. But for her to get the accolade she deserves, I think she has to leave the team she's on now, which is the Chicago Red Stars, in order to go to Europe. I think that's where more publicity is. That's where it is. I think she can definitely handle the pressure. I think Australia's inexperience and age showed yeah. tonight, if I'm honest. And I think, I know I've been saying it the whole time, but I think they needed to bring on Lisa Devanna, you know, an experienced player, fast player, that if you need a goal, they can get you, she can get you a goal. So I was a bit confused as the substitutions that were made during the game. Defenders, three defenders, I think they were. You were saying that he's, he's, he's
0: asking for Norway's pressure the second you bring on more defenders, aren't you?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's,
1: it's not our style of football that we would like to play. So it was confusing. Um, I wish he did bring on Lisa or just any other forward as well, um, just to change it up a bit. I don't think we needed to go defensively. um, But, yeah, we're we're not coaches, but that's just our
2: own opinion. Do you think Chelsea would be a good fit for Sam, someone who knows that league well? Yeah, I do. I think, obviously, I mean, Sam's going to be linked to every single club in the world, which are top teams, because teams want her. She just doesn't necessarily see it as a big deal to go to Europe. I think in previous interviews I've seen, you know, she was quite happy to stay in America. I mean, she's been there now for a long time. And I do think, you know, for her career, she needs to progress and she needs to move to a top, top team. Germany are through to the quarterfinals. They're unbeaten in their last 16. They
0: clean sheets in all of their matches here at the World Cup. And, And people weren't bigging them up ahead of their knockout match today against Nigeria. Are people going to be looking at the Germans and thinking they're contenders to win this World Cup now?
2: Yeah, you know, I think that, I mean, they've won four out of four. They won all three games in the group stages and, you know, I think they've been quietly going about their business. I think they're in a interesting transition period, but I think a lot of the teams are. We keep saying that, but it seems like a lot of the teams are. Maybe the tournament's come too soon for some teams like Australia and it disappoints me that Australia are not in it because they are a top team, but I think, you know, Germany are quietly going about their business and They've not even... I don't even think they've got our second gear yet. Yeah, so maybe no. they can. I mean, yeah. I think they're definitely contenders before the tournament. Yeah. And
1: To be in that gear and already going to the next round already, um, that's clearly saying something. So they're only going to get better, I feel like. Yeah.
0: The Nigeria player was speaking to the cameras after the match and she was saying VAR has ruined football, VAR has ruined our sport. She was really quite impassioned, actually. What do you have to say about that? If you were playing on the pitch tonight in that Germany match how fed up would you be with all the stop and starting and how long these decisions were taking?
1: Yeah, I think that's the worst thing about it. It's just taking too long. Um, and I feel like we're using them when we shouldn't be. Um, the refs can have an opinion and they should be able to just judge it as it is. Um, and then if, they do think maybe, or hear something, or hear someone else say, "Let's just check it." But I feel like they just need to take their first opinion and just go for it, because it's slowing down the game, and then it's just making things very difficult for the players.
2: And we do need some I also th- think, though. Sorry, I also think that that wasn't the reason why they lost that game. Yeah, no. I think you all. know, I don't think <laughs> they're making excuses. Um, that's not what I'm saying. I think I have a, she, she has a right to be passionate because I would be because you've just lost, um, and she is right. It is kind of been a talking point during this tournament, but I do think yeah. that that wasn't the reason why. Nigeria lost. They were much
0: superior opponents. Germany, England,
2: Cameroon tomorrow, Leanne, to decide who will face Norway (laughs) in the quarterfinals.
0: Cameroon, the lowest-ranked team left in this competition. Are you feeling nervous ahead of that one? Or do you think they'll just dominate?
2: I hope it's going to be a bit similar today the way when Germany played against Nigeria. You know, it always looked like Germany were in control from minute one, and I hope that we we don't really play Cameroon that often, like at all. Um, so we don't know what to expect from them. But you know, I've enjoyed watching them. They've got a lot of heart, They've got a lot of passion, and you know, it'd be interesting to see what what team Phil Neville goes with tomorrow. Is he going to go with a team that he thinks you know we're automatically going to win this game, or are we going to go with our best eleven and try and just kind of like get confidence? So I'm, I'm really excited. And I hope England can win.
0: Should we all go to bed? It's um. Quarter past one in the morning. Yeah, Yeah, we're feeling (laughs) sleepy. Yeah, we're going (laughs) to have a snooze. Get ourselves ready tomorrow for England v Cameroon and France v Brazil. Cannot wait for that match live here on BN Sports. We'll see you then. Bye.